Original 16 gives you the chance to win one of three Calgary Flames fan experiences. Details in the new limited edition 15 packs of Canadian Pale Ale Original 16. Official beer sponsor of the Calgary Flames. Must be of legal drinking age, no purchase necessary. Game show brought to you by Original 16 as the Flames open up a three-game homestand with a 5-2 loss to the Detroit Red Wings. It's been a while since Calgary's been at home here three weeks. Uh, we were hoping for a little more jump from the team, but we didn't see that tonight. Just a, a tough outing for the Flames tonight. Yeah, it just didn't get off to the start that they were looking for in this one tonight. You'd think that you've got an opponent that's coming from the north, from Edmonton, mm -hmm. getting in late last night. They're sleeping in today. They shouldn't be prepared. And the Flames, it was their opportunity in the first to jump on this team, and we just didn't see that early and often enough. They do a nice job. They get a shorthanded goal early, but I thought that that goal that they allowed at the end of the first period was just a backbreaker, and then it seemed to snowball from there. Right. Okay, lots of goals to uh, look at here. Let's start going through them. Uh, the Detroit, uh, like you said, Corey, we expected them maybe to be a bit, little bit tired uh, tonight, but uh, they were the, the stronger team throughout most of the game. Tyler Toffoli uh, off for slashing, but it was the Flames who capitalized here. Here's a shorthanded goal from Elias Lindholm. Yeah, and it's, it's a nice play by Backstrom or Backlund getting in there early. A little bit of a mishandle by Detroit's goaltender there, and they capitalize, and you think that the Flames are off and running, but this is kind of where things just went quiet for the Calgary Flames. Mm -hmm. Detroit answered back with just about a minute to go in the first period. Dominic Kubli gets a shot off from the slot, and we're tied at one. These are such backbreakers. This this came right at the one-minute mark left in the period, and just, again, this was kind of a theme tonight. They lose an individual battle, and that puck's in the back of their net. And then some penalty trouble in the second period. Uh, Michael Stone in the box. Ro uh, Robbie Fabry finds some room there on the short side against Bladar. Yeah, this is one that I think Bladar is going to want to have back. But again, a heck of a shot right up over his shoulder. And the Calgary Flames penalty kill, which has been so good this year, Natasha, it was just, I think you got to give Detroit some credit. They right. did move the puck very well tonight. They had the pucks through seams. and. It had the Flames moving. And the Flames, they answered. Here's uh, Dylan Dubé, one of the, the bright spots. Uh, what a shot there to tie this one up at two. Yeah, he just keeps he keeps on buzzing. He's been moving his feet this year. And, you know, Dylan Dubé, he's got the goal-scoring touch, and it's nice to see that coming around right now. All right, uh, less than five to go now in the frame. The Flames get turned around a little bit in their own end, and it's Kubelik getting his second of the night for Detroit left all alone there. Being only good at one thing in my career, and that was maybe helping save goals. I hate seeing defensemen with their feet facing the end boards and leaving opponents behind them. Costly goal for the Flames. I think you were better at more than just one thing, just for the record. Uh, and then another power play goal, uh, Tyler Bertuzzi there making it 4-2. Another late one here for Detroit. This was a really beautiful goal. Chris passing play finding a guy in the back door. Not a lot the Calgary Flames can do about that goal. You gotta give Detroit credit. So they're heading down 4-2 uh, into the third period, looking for that big comeback, which they did not get. There's Puis Suter going five hole on Dan Vladar to make it 5-2. And again, just while well, icing on the cake for the Detroit Red Wings and icing on a pile of something else <laughs> for the Calgary Flames, unfortunately tonight. So, like you said, we were expecting to see a little more jump, a little more, a little more spark maybe from this Calgary team trying to get this uh, homestand off to a good start. 
where did they fall short? What did what really stood out for you? Again, I talked about the start and not just jumping all over your opponent that should be tired. But for me, it was lack of physicality. Just, and I think that comes down to little things in the game. It's it's your one-on-one -on -one battles. You can't just stick check. You've got to be hard on guys. You've got to hit and pin in your own end. You have to stop cycles. Um, those are just a few of the things. And then... <sighs> I guess a couple of the thing, other things that the Calgary Flames weren't really great at tonight were, I guess they, they generated shots, but they weren't those quality chances right. that we keep talking about. Mm -hmm. And it's a hard thing, why, why aren't the Calgary Flames getting quality chances versus the shot volume? But tonight, again, I think it just comes back to determination. If you're mm -hmm. not determined to defend in the tough areas, sometimes your offense doesn't get to those tough areas to score those goals either. Right. They did have moments where you thought that they could build off of. Like, Lindholm had that shorthanded goal, which teams usually get jump off of that, and then Dubé scoring that beautiful goal to tie it up. There were two moments there where you thought, okay, here you have some chan a chance to sort of take over this game, but the Flames couldn't seem to sort of find that next level. Yeah, it was, it was very frustrating. Again, start of the second period, the Flames were on their heels, mm -hmm. and Detroit's taking it to them, and all of a sudden it's 2-1. But Dylan Dubé, who has been a spark for this team, Goes down the ice, gets saddled home on its feet, and everyone's in great spirits. It's a 2-2 hockey game, but again, it just comes back to those little mistakes. On, on the next goal, there's some issues in their own end in coverage. We see those guys facing the wrong, wrong direction. I just mentioned it. Right. And those are the details that teams that are rolling, like the Detroit Red Wings, they capitalize on. Okay, you mentioned Dylan Dubé. We're going to get to him in a moment, take a closer look at how good he's been. But right now, uh, Daryl Sutter is at the podium. Let's get his thoughts on uh, this game tonight. I think there was a lack of emotion in our, in our game. I was hoping that, quite honestly, that shorty, that shorthanded goal would, would uh, carry us a little bit. And, uh, and we, it's 1-1. Going in the second and take a bad penalty right away. They score on, they score early in the power play in the second, I think, and then late in the second in the power play. Difference in the game. Same as in Detroit, too. What, uh, why do you think the emotion was lacking? I think it was a concern of mine is after long trips, seeing it this year, first game back a lot. So you need great goaltending to get through it, or power play, or big penalty kill, something big to happen. And didn't get that. Fans and the stands certainly weren't happy with the penalties, where, where, with the penalty calls where you, you thought they were good? Well, you know, we talked about it before the game in, in Detroit. The, uh, uh, we took four in the second period in Detroit, and they scored late on a, on a uh, they called on Dylan, the penalty in there, and they scored late to make it the, the power play goal. So uh, we talked about it before the game about the ratio in penalties, right? So at one point it was three nothing in penalties, which is uh, you know against a team like that. Once they get the lead in the way they play, it's a, don't give up much. So how did you like Grass <coughs> this game coming back in? Pardon? How did you like Grass tonight? I thought he was very sluggish. That he got better as the game went on, but I think the first period he was he was off. You talk about that lack of emotion in the first game back after after a road trip. I mean, that, that's got to be on the players, I assume, to get themselves up for it, right? Yeah, that's, that's a little bit of the leadership of the group. 
There's so much talk going into this game about goaltending. I'm assuming you didn't see goaltending as the main reason you lost tonight. Well, it certainly didn't give us an opportunity to win, did it? Okay, you heard Daryl there talking about uh, a lack of emotion sometimes after a road trip. Did you find that as a player? Did you see that tonight when you watched this one? Can you hear me talking into the mic? Awesome. attention to detail and it's determination and again I think that was lacking tonight in the Calgary Flames game I've played on teams that had success you didn't really have that question mark you might have had it maybe once throughout the course of a year but I guess if Daryl's thinking that this is maybe a bit of an issue mm -hmm. it's obviously happened more than once on some of the teams I've played on that weren't as well prepared that weren't as good at hockey clubs mm -hmm. we had the same question asked multiple times okay Let's, uh, let's turn to the positive. Dylan Dubé uh, has four let's goals in three games now. He seems to be getting better and better, looking more and more comfortable as the season wears on. So let's uh, show you, I guess, uh, his uh, body of work recently. Uh, just, uh, scoring those big goals for the Flames. Yeah, he's been the human highlight reel. Mm -hmm. And again, look at where he's scoring some of his goals, taking away the eyes of the goalie here, off to the side of the net, putting pucks to the net. He almost had another deflection tonight that uh, beat the goalie five hole. So he's doing his thing. He's going to his spot. And I had mentioned earlier, Natasha, he's a guy that to me is first on pucks. I think that's been the biggest change for him this year. He's not tentative. He's going in, he's using his body. He's not a big guy, but he's stocky. He uses it well. He shields pucks. And then his decision-making after he's won those battles has been really smart this year you know he used to get a little panicky throw pucks away and that's just a maturity you know as a second third fourth year player I can't I'm not sure what Dylan's in here um, but it's just it's been constant improvement for him and I like what Daryl said about him he practices the way he wants to play and his reflection on the ice here in games has been from his hard work and practice right defensively um Tough night for the Flames. You know, Rasmus Anderson uh, back in the lineup. Daryl mentioned that he was a little bit sluggish as well. And they've been able to sort of um, hold down the fort without him, but I guess didn't really make the, the, the return that people were expecting. Yeah, he. I don't think he did anything, you know, that wasn't great in the mm -hmm. first period. He was, he was pretty solid and it was pretty quiet and he actually didn't have a lot of chances to make plays. But just we kind of missed that dynamic spark from Rasmus where he's jumping up ice, where he's, you know, always kind of part of the rush and making great breakout passes. And not to say he had lots of opportunity to do that, but it just kind of felt off tonight. Right. And again, a long break for him though, with missing all those games due to just the break that they were giving and then spending a few recovering from injury, not easy to come back. Mm -hmm. Goaltending uh, has been a hot topic all season long. Dan Vladar getting his 19th start tonight. Uh, Daryl Sutter said the other day that he thinks his goaltending has been streaky this season. Lots of good good streaks and some not-so-great times as well. What did you think of the way Vladar played tonight? Uh, I think he'll want a couple of those goals back. And then, uh, as we've alluded to, the Flames, a few miscues in their own end that led to a couple others. So I, I think a couple of the shots that beat him high, he would maybe want to have back, especially that first power play goal. He seemed to be in position, but again... It was a pretty darn good shot. There was a couple of cross-crease plays by the Detroit Red Wings. No one stopping any of those tonight. But again, just the whole team seemed a little disjointed, and I guess Vladar's play was maybe a reflection of that as well. 
I'm going to put you on the spot here and ask you who you think the Flames should go with uh, this Saturday against the New oh, York you... Rangers. That big rematch looming. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the question. You don't have to um, no, I, I truly would give Ladar another start at this point. Um, I don't think tonight was he didn't have his best team in front of him. Mm -hmm. I think you give him another run. These guys are going to be amped up to play the Rangers. Put him in there, see where he goes from there, and if you don't get the result. I think it's back to Markstrom after that. Okay. Chris Tanev, uh, defenseman for the Flames, is in the dressing room. Let's hear uh, his thoughts on tonight's game. What's your uh, takeaways from a game like that? Uh, slow. Um, I mean, I, I'll take responsibility. I'm supposed to be one of the leaders. <sighs> Need to play with more motion. Obviously, must-win game. and We didn't show up in, uh, in any aspect of the game. So, Darryl, I mean, that's my fault. Pardon me. Daryl mentioned the emotion as well. Why was there a lack of emotion, do you think? Is it as simple as maybe coming off the road, or is it something else? Uh, I'm supposed to be a leader, so I'll take responsibility for not having everyone ready and uh, ready to go. So it's my fault. Do you feel like it's been an all up persistent problem throughout the season? Well, I mean, we've been a roller coaster all year, so. Good one games, suck the next. Good one game, suck the next. So um, that's on the leaders in here. And so that's, that's me. And uh, as I said, my fault. What can that leadership group do more to get the team emotionally invested in these types of games? Well, I mean, it's a must-win must game. So we, need, we needed to win the game. And, and we lost to the same team twice in, this, in a week. So we need to be better everywhere. Does it? Is putting this on the leadership group, is that not letting 15 or 16 other guys off the hook for not being ready tonight? I'm worried about myself. So um, if, if, I, if I bring the emotion and, and bring how I need to play and, and lead, then everyone else can follow. So um, if, if that doesn't happen, then, then we lose. Let me kind of regroup here. You talked about maybe emotion, being prepared, that kind of thing. game against New York coming on Saturday, and you're already looking to is that, especially with what we saw last time. So how do you kind of turn this thing around the next day and change? Yeah, we need to have a good practice tomorrow and and have some energy and and execute how we need to execute and be ready for a team. I don't I don't know if they've lost since the, the break. So um, we know we know how good they are. They just beat us last week. So got to be ready and, and prepared. Okay, thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Right back with Original 16, a great way to celebrate things done well. Daryl Sutter spoke uh, not that long ago about always remembering to keep an eye on sort of the big picture. And you just made a good point in that they just came off two really good games, one against Buffalo, one against uh, Ottawa, even though they did not get the win against Ottawa. So maybe this is sort of just one of those blips, one of those lows, and in the big picture, nothing to you know, freak out about. Yeah, you've got to, it's a long season. You've got to mm -hmm. put things in perspective and really like where the Calgary Flames were against Buffalo, Ottawa. They played, you know, a flawless game and even grabbed a point out of that game, even though the last couple of minutes didn't go the way they wanted. Mm -hmm. So you got to look ahead and you use these as resets. What wasn't right tonight? And it's pretty simple. It's 
pretty obvious. Won't have to spend a whole lot of time on tape. I think they might just scrap that one and get on to the next. And it shouldn't take much to get up for the Rangers, I don't think. No, and I think a few of the Calgary Flames will be paying attention to where number eight is out there on the ice. We saw some bone-crunching mm. hits from Truba last game. Yep. Um, they are high-flying. Their offense is rolling, and mm. now they've got a new piece, Tarasenko, out there. Uh, that'll be a pretty hyped-up game here in Calgary. Okay, well, that's it for us. I think, uh, like you said, maybe it's best to just forget about this one and move forward. So, yes, the New York Rangers are in town on Saturday for, I think, pretty highly anticipated rematch between these two. Uh, we'll see you back here on Saturday night.